will be escaping from the 18-yard line. How in the world did that happen? You are listening to the Philly Fever Podcast with Lucas Nightage, Jack Herr, and Travis Gear. Welcome back to the Philly Fever Podcast. Been a while, boys. How are we all doing? Doing good. Doing well, man. What is this? Very, like, very month? excited to be back. Month five in quarantine. We tried to open things back up, and then everything just <laughs> everything just went to shit again. Oh well, no politics here. Um, <laughs> Can't say I'm surprised though. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised sports are just are gonna happen again. They were just like, screw this, sports need to happen. Money. Whatever. Money, Bubble's money. the way to go. The bubble <laughs> let's talk about the uh, bubble hotline for a sec. The snit the snitch the snitch uh the snitch <laughs> line. That's funny. Spencer Dinwiddie ah. came out saying nobody call the snitch line, which I think is a bit eh, I think and uh, the point of it is to keep everybody safe. Yeah, if people are breaking the rules like I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to get COVID. Yeah, I mean, like, right. Ben Being there, is, you're ri- you're risking your health. Yeah, don't want. Yeah. Don't Although, want Sean Holmes getting uh, COVID. That was, COVID. That was a bit ridiculous to me. Just to get like grub a Grubhub order, but again, that's like that's just what it is. That's but you just gotta you gotta put the line down. You gotta stay yeah, to yeah, it. You know, gotta, gotta kind of enforce it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, what do you guys want to talk about today? First, haven't really done haven't really done a pod in a while. I mean, sports are coming back, but they're not back yet. Well, when, uh, what is it next week that the that baseball starts like their preseason or whatever? Like I thought, I thought I saw July twenty third. I thought uh, it was like baseball. is it preseason or is it actual games? I it was preseason. I don't know, but. I think I think it is preseason because yeah. I think the actual games start like the very last day of July, mm-hmm. July thirty first or something. No, I, in in baseball preseason though, are they doing inter squad or is it just intra squad? Um, I'm not sure honestly. I mean, I, I've been watching some of the intra squad games like on Twitter and YouTube and stuff. You guys, you guys been watching those a little bit? Yeah, I haven't watched them, but I've seen like highlights and stuff, you know. Stuff see, I, I was watching it a bit yesterday and a bit today. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, can't, I don't really want to sit down and watch an entire baseball game on my on my phone on Twitter. So no. when, they're, when they're actually on when they're actually on TV, I, I'll be much I'll be uh much more inclined to do so. But like it just it just gave it gave you like a it gave you a feel of how the games are actually going to be, and it's weird. Like usually, you you don't even notice it. Usually, you always hear the buzz of the audience in the background, and and there's just absolutely nothing. It's just silence, ball into the catcher's mitt, or ball off the bat. There's nothing, nothing in between other than people talking. Yeah, my dad and I were saying like I think when sports come back, we're we're going to realize how, like, we took that for granted. Just, yeah. like, background noise from fans and, like, them getting mm-hmm. excited when stuff happens. So. Yeah. But you know what? 
I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine. It's going to be an adjustment. Yeah. It's going to be weird, but it has to happen. Uh huh. Mm hmm. How do you guys feel about no, not, I mean, not just no, no one in Eagles games, no one in like Philadelphia doing anything anymore <laughs> until February? I mean, I, I think it's smart. Yeah. Probably is. I'm bummed I, I've about seen, it, but it makes sense. Right. I agree yeah. with Trav. Like, it, it, it sucks. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, um, you know, like, oh, people, you know, they should be able to, like, sign a waiver saying, you know, I'm risking getting coronavirus, but I'm still going to go to the game. And, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, you know, it's easy for you to uh, – a, a healthy individual who is low risk to say, all right, you know, I'm going to risk my health, maybe get coronavirus, but be fine. But the problem is, you know, all the people you, you interact with after that game, that's how the virus spreads. So it's not really about containing it at the game. It's about containing it, you know, yeah, after right. the game. Because you're not, you're not going to get it and get infected at the game. And then, you know, you know what I mean. But, yeah, uh, yeah but, it's a uh, bummer. We don't got to talk about these politics. Yeah, Jack, get your politics it, it's out not of really, It's not political, though. It's just I'm giving my opinion on you asked the question, so I gave my opinion. No, that's fair. Um, so yeah, um, so let's. Why don't we talk about the, uh, like, um, like the different leagues' response to to all this? You know, pretty much every league has had their, has has like told what they're doing. Um, why don't we just sort of break that down a little bit? So we all know what the NBA is doing with the NBA bubble. Um, how do you guys feel about that? We've seen a lot of funny bubble videos and heard a lot of different stuff. What are your guys' opinions on it? Happy birthday, Tobias Harris. Happy birthday, Tobias Harris. Yep. It is Wednesday, so it is <laughs> when Wednesday. Comes out, it'll be a couple of days late, but happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. What so you guys my think? thoughts like my thoughts harsh? on the bubble. Uh do I think it's harsh is what is that what you said? I mean I was just asking, like, is like are they being too harsh with it? Are they like just tell me your opinions. I would say definitely not too harsh. Um, like if they want to bring it back, this is this is the most. This is why Adam Silver is definitely the best commission in all of sports because you know he understands. Like, first of all, I mean all the commissioners understand that in order to keep their businesses and leagues alive financially, they gotta make an attempt to bring him back. But Adam Silver, I think he's doing it the most effectively because. He's bringing everyone together. He's not bringing every single team back. Only the teams have a chance. Um, quarantining everyone. And, you know, I just think – I think – I don't really see um, the NBA having any hiccups going back because of the bubble. Unless, of course, players violate the bubble. Yeah. I mean, at least they're, like, you know, enforcing it and not – really get letting them just get away with it you know i think they've done they did a great job i don't really see like what they even could have done better to be honest yeah unless you think they just shouldn't have done that at all but you know right they've been really smart with this whole thing like jack said adam silver just like destroys rob manfred and roger goodell man balls the man balls out yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, it's easy. Like, I, I wouldn't say any commissioner is good. It's really hard to just like. I mean, it's kind of like pol. It's, it's kind of like being a politician. You cannot. You can never please anyone when you're when you're a sports commissioner. But, I mean, he's easily the best if we're talking about the the four major sports. I don't really. I've heard that the NHL commissioner is good, but I personally don't know him. Or I, I just don't give a fuck about the NHL. Um, but very, all the sports I follow, baseball, football, basketball, Adam Silver is easily the best. With way down low, way down low is Roger Goodell. Then way down below that is Rob <laughs> Yeah, like Axe. This is transitioning, but Roger Goodell has been – Definitely better than Manfred recently with the whole COVID thing. Like he, the draft was really well done, mm-hmm. and we all know what was going on with baseball getting their season. Well, the thing, the thing with um, the big thing with uh, Manfred versus Goodell is Goodell, while he's terrible with like PR and everything, you know, like that whole domestic abuse, abuse stuff. Like he's terrible at giving away punishments, and then. Like marijuana and stuff, he's terrible with that. Also, he's very good at the business side. Like he knows he knows how to give entertainment, and he knows how to make money for the NFL. But Manfred is terrible with the PR and the business. He Man, he's terrible he, at everything. He sucks. He well, like just look at look at the Red Sox. Look at the look at the Astros. Not virtually no no punishment was given yeah. to them either of them, and. He's still having trouble finding ways to get more people to like baseball. So he really just brings nothing to the table, to be honest. Yeah. I've seen it. Like, the Astro. I mean, this is like getting off topic, but the Astro's punishment was just like pitiful. And then he got like a ton of backlash and gave him a little bit more, but it still was really mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. I, I don't think any. No, every punishment that you can give the Astros is pathetic, um, unless it's stripping away the title, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can do all you want, but that that shows that you actually care about the integrity of your league. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is getting extremely off topic, but yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, get, let's, make, let's get back to it. Um, is that, no, we can keep talking. We can what? keep talking about the MLB. We can go though. off topic. Well, just, I, no, I, was, I want to say I was gonna I was gonna move on to the MLB, but has everyone said their piece about the NBA? Oh yeah. Uh okay. So pretty much M- yeah. MLB. Um, what what do we think about what they're doing? Um, I'm still kind of I'm not very familiar on what they're doing. I know it's like 60 games, I think maybe 65. I know there was a huge dispute on yeah. that. Um, and then, like, our playoffs work in the same seven-game series and all, and all that. I'm not sure. Yeah, it seems uh, it seems kind of similar to a regular season, except, like, compressed, like, no fans and universal DH. If I'm not mistaken, it doesn't seem that much different. I mean, also, baseball isn't, like, really a contact sport, so you don't have yeah. to worry as much about that stuff. This, I'm... I'm saying this is a huge win for the for the Phillies. If the last like two seasons they've been like top of the top of the standings, top of the league, 
um, before the All-Star break. And then yeah. after the All-Star plummet, big plummet. And considering we're only playing 60 games, uh, there's no way to plummet unless you just start off like that. Yeah, I actually – I'm going to – I want to – like, I'm optimistic about the fills. But, like, since you brought that up, I kind of think that – so you guys know how – when we when we talked about this a while ago when the discussions and arguments were still going on between the Players Association and the league, um, how they would be doing geographic regions, that's mm-hmm. actually – like, that's how they're doing it. So we're playing all the NL East teams and then all the AL East teams too. So, like, I don't know. I feel Potentially, like pretty easy series dubs for the Phillies out of the question, and we're gonna have to rely on those division games and uh, division series, which are often very tough, very, very, um, you know, contentious. We're gonna have to play the Braves, the Nats, even the Mets, you know, more than we want to. The Yankees. Uh, the rest of the AOE teams are pretty tame, and we should be able to handle them. I mean, the Rays are actually really good too. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm cautiously optimistic with the Phillies. I agree that, you know, the shorter season could benefit them, but in a way, it could harm them just because of how it's structured. That's fair. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really take that into account. That's, that's a good, um, yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a good. I don't know prediction whatever you, whatever you call it um yeah Travis what do you think you know like about how the Phillies will play oh no I really I mean I really don't know how they'll play because I feel like they're incredibly unpredictable um but you know like Jack said while there are hard games there are going to be some easy games in the AL East this is really is a drop-off after the like, Yankees and the Rays, and like you play the Orioles, it's, come on. <laughs> True. And then the Marlins too. I mean, we'll see Even how the we Red, do. The Red Sox are garbage, man. Yeah, the Red Sox are—they're kind of like declining right now. Um, I think we can play well with our division opponents. So, oh, I'm usually cautious with the Phillies because they always seem to mess it up somehow, but. Yeah. You know, with only 60 games, I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing to say, what you said, Lucas, that we could avoid the late-season collapse that they always seem to have. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely some juggernauts there. But like, in, I don't know, honestly, almost the entire, and at least the juggernaut, plus the plus the Yankees and the Rays, yeah, those are that, – that's a, it's a hard schedule than we usually have, but – We'll see. We usually start off strong, then peter down the road. I mean, it could still happen 30 and 30. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, I don't know. What I've seen I will, from – what? I will say one thing, um, and this is more like relating to the pandemic and issues of bringing baseball back. Um, I'm kind of confused why they're not taking like a bubble – strategy because if you if you did do that and I understand like a lot of it has to do because they did such a shitty job you know making a plan to bring it back like it was pretty short notice 
But, like, the, the fact that the teams are going to be traveling a lot, um, you know, across borders of states, uh, it just feels like the MLB is definitely going to be more susceptible to, like, an outbreak within the players. And in, I think there's a higher chance for the MLB season to be canceled. Than the NBA, of course. I mean, I don't, how would you do a bubble with the MLB? I mean, what do you I mean? mean? Well, they talked that. about you know, like going to the spring training destinations. That's, yeah, okay, that's not that's not a bad idea. Yeah, and reorganizing the divisions. Yeah, it just kind of seems like, oh, kind of thrown together. Like everything else was announcing, they're like restarting, and then the, they had to do something. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's whatever. Um, MLB's kind of a mess right now. I mean, the whole world is a mess, so you can't really blame them. Um, <laughs> is that all you guys had to say about the MLB? Do we just all agree it's a mess? Pretty much. We're on Manfred. Uh, um, J- we need to sign a, JT. It's a potential also. mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sign JT. What'd you say? Sign JT, yeah. Oh my god. If Matt Clintock doesn't sign JT, then like what has he brought to this organization? Really? We riot. I will riot. I will. J- JT, riot. as much as I love Bryce Harper, maybe this is a hot take, but JT is a more important player for our team. I think he just, I don't want to say more important. I just, say, I just think he brings the team together, he completes it. He complete he completes the lineup. So what you're saying with out so like what I'm saying is we'd be better off without Bryce than we would be without JT. And that's no hate to Bryce. That's just praise for JT. I would very much disagree with you. Because I feel like while JT I mean he's a, he's the best catcher in baseball, he there's just he doesn't bring what Bryce brings. Like Bryce brings energy and Bryce brings a lot of energy and just all around awesomeness to the ballpark and everything. And JT, he's a he's a great player, but he doesn't really bring that. And I feel like just not like this is from a fan perspective. I just don't I just feel like the team would sputter more without Bryce than without JT. I mean, I, I, I need them. I love them both. I need them both. Um, but yeah. And we because, can, we can have them both. Because I mean, the thing with the catcher position is like you, you, you need to have a good catcher. Um, but for the most part, catchers don't really like hit that amazing. And what, well, and JT is one of the few exceptions, but I mean, people win all the time without, without like catchers who are incredible, you know? So yeah. we could still win without without the best catcher in baseball, but I would still love the best catcher in baseball to be on our team. All right, man. Fair enough. You know? Um the NFL, like they really haven't said anything about anything. Have they? Yeah. I mean I know the Eagles aren't having any I mean I guess I don't know. There's been some some stuff being said, like they're not going to allow jersey swaps after games, which is just ridiculous. That just doesn't make sense to me, honestly. They're going to literally that breathe in. Very, very stupid. Okay, I know everyone's upset about that, but it's like, 
Are jersey swaps really that important? No, no, they're no, not. That like, that's think my it, thinking. I think it's just like the like it's just the reasoning. Like, yeah, like I get like they're you know running into each other all game, so it's like why can't you swap the jersey? But yeah, it's not I, like it's some vitally important thing to the game. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't really, I don't understand it to be honest. I but. I doubt we see fans for at least most of the season. We're not gonna see. Yeah, more likely fans. all. Um, well, I saw something interesting today when, like, on Instagram about how the Eagles canceled, um, you know, the fans and said, they were saying, like, this could be good for the Eagles if other stadiums are having fans and you might see more Eagles fans at those games because they can't go to their home games. They're going to push to go to these away games and more likely, you know, buy tickets to those games. I didn't think of that. Well, I thought. That's I mean, I think at the same time, those games are going to be like one six full, and they're going to reserve them yeah. for their own fans. Yeah, I mean, I think most uh, team. I think probably we won't see fans at least for the first few weeks. So I just thought that was like an interesting take on it. Maybe. No, that's 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 a very interesting thought. But, you see that they're experimenting with those new face masks. Yeah, I think that's also I'm also a good idea. I don't know how much that's, you know. I don't know how much difference these things make when you're ramming into each other. You know, I do. I mean, I have minutes. one comment about that. Like, I mean, just think about wearing a mask. Like, I mean, I played football. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm no NFL player, but I just know what it's like to wear a helmet and. If you cover up those those like slits right there, like on, on your mouth, it's it's that's that's that'll be that'll be bad. That'll be detrimental. Yeah, it'll be uh, because that, that makes breathing a lot harder, especially in football when you you kind of you like need to breathe. I mean, imagine wearing a mask while playing football, or ma- you guys are runners. Imagine wearing a mask while just running. How bad would that be? It's a different thing. But I know I mean, what you're saying. But like, if that's what you have to do to have a season, you gotta do it. Yeah, you. I mean, more or less. There, there are ways that you, I mean, I'm sure smaller people than me are working on this, but there are ways that you can. You can there are ways that you can do this. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. I see a lot of people talking about the NFL, like, with really pessimistic views that are saying like there's not going to be a season. I honestly think there's definitely going to be a season. So I think uh, unless cases right. spike really bad, I think the you know they want the money. And they're gonna do whatever they can to have a season. I think I, I think there's a definite chance that there will not be a season. Well, I think there's a chance, but I think they're gonna push as hard as they can, do whatever they have to do to get that season. And unless we see a really bad spike, you know what's hap- If what's happening right now, this trend continues all the way to September, then maybe not. But I don't really think that'll happen. I sure hope not. Um, yeah. So I mean, some other some other um, news that we've that we've been hearing, or that that we that we already heard. What was it yesterday? I think. Yeah. Um, the we signed Jason Peters. Yay! A big move that's going to make us so much better. Baldy, Baldy on Twitter really overhyping that overhyping that one. Um, but I mean that no, I feel like that is a good move. Oh yeah. Because 
I mean, we got them for pretty cheap, and the guard position is obviously something we need desperately because Brandon Brooks went down for the entire year. Sadly. And he's not going to start over Dillard. I yeah, he better not start over that, Dillard. What I've heard is he's going to play guard, and Dillard's yeah. going to start, which is great because yeah. we need to see him play. There, there. The thing is, though, um, I was, I uh, heard something. You know, you guys know Trey Thomas is right. He's not he offensive lineman uh in the Donovan McNabb days, um, left tackle. And he said that moving from like tackle to guard is basically asking Bryce Harper to bet right handed. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. So that's that's a bit uh, So I'm not sure how that's gonna go. And at his age too, it's not gonna make it any easier. I mean, but he did move from quarterback to tight end to left tackle, so I mean, maybe, maybe he can do it. Just hopefully he'll be an upgrade over, you know, whoever would be starting anyway. You know, mm-hmm. obviously not over Brooks, but and you know having, uh, Lane Johnson and Kelsey on that line, hopefully mm-hmm. they'll make things easier. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just worried about the chemistry. Obviously, the offensive line chemistry over the years has been amazing, but it just seems like. Johnson and Brooks have sort of been they've been uh they've been very very connected over the years. Yeah. Very very great chemistry. So I we'll mean, see how it goes. See you can't goes. understate I mean, that loss. Lane Johnson was originally drafted to replace Jason Peters on the left tackle. So I don't know if there's a mentorship there or there's a rivalry. I don't know. I do not know. Um, but hopefully it'll all work out. Smart move. Trying times. Something needed to be done. I really wish that it was something different, though. You know, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. Or, or uh, Jadavion. No, fuck Jadavion Clowney. I, I was just asking, they- are you guys in the, in the F Jadavion Clowney camp or, like, the, the bring him on board camp? I still think F- the hit was dirty, but I think that if we get him for – like, like three million less than he's asking for, then it's a good deal. Like I saw, the, I, I saw this one guy tweet. He was like, "Real Eagles fans don't care about what you Davion." I saw that too, and I disagree with him. But um, you did. Well, you you lagging a ton right now. Lagging all over the place. What? Lagging all over the place. Uh, Okay, I mean, I think the whole reason he's not signed right now is because he's asking for way too. He's much. asking for too much, but you know that doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have all this money. Yeah. So know. that's why I don't see Jamal Adams, and I don't see Jadavion Clowney. I don't see Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah, that's what I, that is a big reason. Well, the Jags just aren't trading Yannick anyway. So. Yeah, I think they're. Still trying to get more for him than teams are willing to give up. Remember when all of Philly thought he was coming here? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was not a fan of that. It was just because he posted pictures on his story. Because he wants out of Jacksonville, but we don't have the money. Yeah, buy, to buy another top D, D- lineman. He was banging so hard. Very much lag. Maybe. Yeah. 
shit. He said he oh, well. was baiting hard. Yeah, I said he was baiting us hard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well. We're never going to get anybody ever again. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to talk about? You guys, you guys, any pressing matters? Uh, Carson Wentz, 84 in Madden. Insane. <laughs> well, Madden just needs don't to change. Madden. Madden sucks. I disagree with the Madden sucks rhetoric. I think it's just, I think it's a fun game, but like just very, very passionate, very passionate, uh, like video game players just hate it. I, they, they don't change anything. But tell me, like, what, what would you think? What would you change? How would you change the game? No. Okay, I like don't even play Madden. Make it not broken. Everyone talks about. Okay, first of all, everyone says like the X Factors are OP, and I've and everyone is saying to like fix franchise. And Uh, I don't play that much. I don't play that much either. Um, But I mean, just like just playing. Playing a game with some friends, I feel like that's just that's that's fun. I mean, but, I but if you play if you play it religiously, then sure, have, make, like bash. I don't know. You're you're the problem if you play it religiously and it's a bad game. All but right. Jack's making a face at me, but he's not saying anything. So. Well, <laughs> I don't play. I'm not a video game person. I don't play Madden. All I know is that when I have played it, it just always seems broken. And clips I see of it, like the 99s, like Pat Mahomes, just, you won't be able to tackle him this year. Probably not. In the game, for sure. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Is a- I do. I agree with Trav, though. His original point, 84 is... Way too low for Carson. It's so low when you have Matt Ryan at an 87 and Tom Brady yeah. at a 90. Like, what? Their scale is I, so who broken. Even care, who even it's, cares anymore, yeah, dude? I know. Also, Dak Prescott's an 84. He should be, like, a 60. And I know. But they, they, always, they always rate lower so that they can end up going up during the season. Oh, how about how about Dak? Hasn't something, something just happened to him recently, like, Am His I correct in that? Tweeted no, something. No, no, today. like the Cowboys are really unwilling to pay him or something. Well, they couldn't get a deal done before the deadline today. Right. Okay. So he's playing on the tag this year. Yeah, he's like the third QB like ever to do it or something. Uh oh. What if he holds out like Le'Veon Bell? And then he becomes really, really bad, like he already is. Oh. And and guess who will be right? About oh Andy Dalton being the Cowboys quarterback. Pretty sure you said Dak was gonna get hurt though. Yeah, you said this guy right here. Well, I'd be half half right, okay? Half right. Half right. That that crazy inspiration. Can't deny it. You're right. I hope you are right. Um all right. Any other pressing news you guys wanna get off your chests? Anything else I, that we missed for this for this pod? Sports are coming back very very soon. I'm excited. Next week we will have a pod going through the Sixers pre playoff games. No. No. 
No. All right. Sixer season starts July 30th. Well, why can't we do one next week? <laughs> well, we can do one next week. It's just not going to be like... Oh, so, okay, oh. just wrap it up. I'm mistaken what? here. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm mistaken here. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we will catch you next week with our Sixers playoff predictions. All right. See you guys.